Hi, I'm Brett with the Craft Beer Connoisseurs, and before this episode begins, I just wanted to provide you with a little information on who we are and how you can stay updated on all of our content. This podcast was created to showcase craft breweries and indulge in interesting conversation. We want to help promote a variety of breweries and along the way have conversations ranging from sports to beer and beer to just about anything. Please feel free to follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send a friend request on Untap, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also, drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now stay tuned for today's episode. Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Brett. I'm Tyler. And I'm Chris. And along with us today is our producer, Ricky. Today's episode, we will be reviewing the Collingwood Brewery out of, you guessed it, Collingwood, Ontario. We'll be highlighting two of their beers. The first is the Downhill Pale Ale, which is an American pale ale. And the second is the Strawberry Milkshake IPA, a 2019 Canadian Brewing Awards bronze medal winner from their seasonal freestyle series. That sounds delicious. So then we're going to round out the episode. We're going to talk about... Uh, what we kind of prefer, you know, with our technology, whether it's going to be Apple or Android. So stay tuned. And welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about the brewery itself, which is set amongst the natural wonders of Collingwood, the Blue Mountains, and Georgian Bay. So the brewers at the Collingwood Brewery pride themselves on producing the cleanest, freshest, all-natural beer. Yeah, and, and the brewery is uh, actually located at exactly 10 Stanford Fleming Drive in Collingwood, which is it's a bit of an industrial area kind of outside of the main downtown of Collingwood. So um, if you're ever in the Collingwood area, kind of get out of that downtown a little bit to right. find the brewery. And I've, I've never been personally... Yes, I have been. It's been a couple of years since I've been there. Uh, oh. I actually went there for my mini moon when I got married. Nice. Um, so I hit up all the breweries in, in Collingwood. Uh, but this one stood out to me the most, actually. Um, so they have a lot of food trucks available, mostly on Saturdays. Uh, their tap room is open right now uh, because it's blocked from the production area. And also with the whole COVID thing and everything like that, yeah. uh, they do have an expanded patio taking up a lot of their parking lot. They're going to have uh, some heaters out there for coming around wintertime. This guy's just plowing through information. I'm just wow. trying to retain some of this. So, uh, Chris, you haven't been? I have not been. And uh, producer either. Ricky has Ricky been. has been, yep. yeah. And, and and Ricky, I think he's saying he was there this past summer. Right. Um, and and he was he was at that patio, the, the mm-hmm. expanded patio. But yet didn't bring any beer back for us. Yeah, so strange. that, that is any. a bit of a yeah. shame. You guys didn't get any? Didn't, no, didn't get anything get from yeah. Ricky. Um, but Ricky <laughs> does say that while he was at the expanded patio sitting on a picnic table and it was a little rickety okay um, okay yeah, n- not not so stable so um i don't know maybe they should be looking at looking at their picnic tables a little bit maybe uh right so stable them out i'm sure that i'm sure they have and we didn't ask kyle so we actually just got yeah. off uh, a phone call with kyle who's the, kind of our hookup with collingwood great guy appreciate the time thank you for absolutely, uh, absolutely. For, thank you for kyle. scheduling that with us um, but I guess it's one thing we should have brought up is these rickety uh, picnic tables. So yeah. You would assume they fixed it by now because if they hadn't fixed it, you would think maybe somebody fell or anything like right. that, right? Yeah. And, and, and to be clear, the three of us are not complaining about that. It's just Ricky. Yeah. yeah. It's just producer Ricky's yeah. problem. But I think that uh, <laughs> one thing they mentioned was the changes to the outdoor patios. And so I'm sure they yeah. looked at that and you kind of touched base on it a little bit there, Brett, with uh, the, the outdoor heaters. 
Um, obviously, those weren't there before, but they are there now. So they've got the three that were Absolutely. out there, and they've ordered a couple more. So, And for those of you who have never been to Collingwood, the uh, weather up there is kind of hit and miss, yes. if you will. Some days, especially in the wintertime, you can get 20 centimeters of snow, and the next day it could be 10 and sunny, right? So those yeah. heaters uh, are going to come in right and handy for uh, the wintertime, for sure. Yeah, and, and you know it, we all love spending time outside, drinking beer outside, and if you can do so you know all year long with a little bit of heat then that's awesome yeah, i'm not going to complain right? about that absolutely that, not that's one thing kyle was saying too is just the expansion of the patio right so yeah. they are trying to accommodate 50 people with the current restrictions that are in place um so that that's good i mean it's nice to get a, a good group of people out there and if they're going to have that patio running um hopefully into the winter time as much as they can, as as can yeah. sure. with, with that uh, weather conditions um that, that'd be nice so um, yeah, so I, we mentioned that we're trying one of their freestyle series beers. So maybe we'll kind of touch on exactly what that is. So uh, Kyle mentioned that basically what they're doing with the freestyle series is they're releasing a beer every quarter. Um, and they're basically a seasonal. Um, and so they're going to be available, obviously, at the brewer or at the brewery, but also at the LCBOs. Uh, so the first one they did was this summer. It was the Hazy Session uh, IPA. And then, like we said, we're, we're doing the Strawberry Milkshake IPA today, which is their, their fall one. And the good news is, is we actually got some insider information today in terms of what's the next new freestyle series yeah, coming right. out to yep. the LCBOs Breaking come news. December. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyler, do you want to give away that information? You have the best like game show voice here, I, I think. So I don't know if I have the best game show voice, but uh, yeah, we, we, we can. <laughs> well, well, you, you You've been saddled with that. I think I'm going to throw it in here. I'm just trying to see where the information is located. Uh, I can't see it. I can't see it. Fife, pick it up. Oh, okay. Fine. Now we know we can't read. Uh, So for the month of December, uh, the LCBOs are going to be hit with a vanilla oatmeal stout. Yeah, and, and that's going to be... Uh, Tis the season for starts. It, it, it's a great a time, and that's going to be available, from what we understand, for about three months in right. the LCBO, um, maybe longer if uh, your local LCBO, if, if people aren't picking it up. So so now to kind of reverse the tables, um, Fife usually talks about the food. So I'm going to I'm gonna take that yes. from him on this one. And so it is interesting that they, uh, they're putting out food trucks as much as possible. So they do have a food truck that is out there a majority of the time, which is called Big Mouth. So shout out to Big Mouth. Uh, it's nice that you're supporting each other. Um, and they have had in the past Pitmaster. So Pitmaster, they do a bunch of uh, smoked meats. I'm a big fan of smoked meats. Oh, and yeah. apparently mm-hmm. Ricky, when he was there, said the smoked brisket was phenomenal. 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 So okay. that's uh, to steal a little bit away from Brett because we know he likes to talk about his pairings of food. It's true. Um, I, I definitely do. You're right. And this is no quarter pounder. This is no quarter pounder. We're talking but fine. I don't even meats. like McDonald's. Oh, well. <laughs> your belly says otherwise. Uh, <laughs> it's called pizza, my friend. Oh, pizza, yeah, pizza. Is, that's the crypto. Mac and cheese pizza. Yeah. Yes. yeah, we've been there before. Yeah, absolutely. So, do you want to talk a little bit uh, about some of their, their awards that they've got for some of the beers that they've pumped out? I can definitely do that. So, uh, they have a White's Bay IPA which won gold at the Canadian Brewing Awards and silver in the Ontario Brewing. I don't know how that kind of happened, but yeah. it's, it's <laughs> obviously different on what yeah. breweries are, order, are putting in different things. Yeah. And then their King's Post ESB won gold uh, for the Ontario Brewing Awards. All of these happened in 2019. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're putting out some good quality beers. Yeah, so and, and those three beers that we've mentioned are their core beers. So uh, we understand they've added a, an additional core beer uh, earlier this summer, which was their Sunset Lager. Um, so, you know, na- now they're basically going to have a ton of different, they're going to have, I think it's five or six core beers. And right. then, you know, you've got your your uh, your freestyle series at the Seasonals, brewery. Yeah. Uh, yeah, your seasonal. So there's a ton of different options when you get to the brewery and try some beers. And when you are at the brewery, they like they like to collaborate with uh, local other local breweries and satteries. So they do have uh, some Northwinds, which is also another brewery up in Collingwood, mm-hmm. uh, Duxbury Satter, Georgian Bay Spirits, um, Black Bellows, just to name a few in terms of uh, the local tie-ins within the community as well. Right. Trying to really get that collaboration in there. And um, one thing that they are focusing on in the next six to eight months is really bringing that downhill series back. That's what kind of got them going. Mm-hmm. Uh, people understand who they are for that series. Um, and, that, and that style of beer. So they're really kind of focusing on that, trying to hype that up a little bit more. And um, we're excited to get into some of those beers, right, guys? Absolutely. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And and we also uh, learned from Kyle that they just released a beer uh, last Thursday, uh, their Hasta La Vista Schwarz beer. Um, so That'd it's be a, interesting. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I'd be interested to try that. But it, so it's a dark lager, and apparently they're already basically a third of the way through what they produce. So... That's pretty crazy. There. People must be enjoying it. It must be. Yeah. A I hope. Beer. I hope they're yeah. watching like Terminator right. and like <laughs> sipping on it and doing like the other best. It'd be interesting. To see I think you yeah. have to. Yeah. The pictures on untapped. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> exactly. somebody's got to get crazy. Somebody has to do it. Yeah, we should definitely uh, definitely scroll through that. So, um, yeah. So I, I I think you know some some things that that they're working on in the in the future is is like you said, Tyler, really bringing that that downhill uh, pale ale kind of back to the forefront and really expanding on just getting the word out about their brewery because they've been around for about six, seven years. But in that time, we know there's been a huge boom of breweries that have kind of taken over a little bit from uh, their market share. And not just exploring Ontario, but also exploring the States, uh, overseas. Uh, They're looking to really uh, do a big, big push within the next uh, six, seven months as well. Yeah, no, it's it's good to see. They want to kind of get their, their brand pushed out into the front of the LCBO. So if you're going to look for a beer right now and you don't know what to kind of go with, I'd say, you know, throw it a uh, Collingwood How about brewery. just try them all. Try all the Collingwoods that <laughs> yeah. you see in Absol- front of you. Absolutely. Try every single one of them. Yeah. Go home. Have your little flight at home, if you will. For sure. And, and then go every quarter to get your Freestyle Series absolutely. beers. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to see what uh, comes from the the freestyle series. It's it's kind of exciting. I, I always look for um, a series like this with different breweries. Um, it just keeps you engaged, right? So Absolutely. You, uh, you kind of get familiar and, and look forward to that next one in the next three months. And about so. it, it's almost like a trial and error basis. So like freestyle series. So last year, obviously, the strawberry milkshake was out last year. Yeah. Um, it must have went over well because it got brought back this year. Absolutely. Right? Right? right. So it's all like you can kind of see. Okay, do does somebody like this one? Does, if they don't. We're not going to bring it back. Try yep. something new. If people like it, it's obviously going to come back. For yeah, sure. for sure. Um, so I think what we're going to do is we're going to link some of their information, obviously, through our, our Instagram, and we do that all the time, uh, Craft Beer Cons. And uh, I think well, let's try and get into this first beer. So we're going to be looking at the Downhill Pale Ale, and we'll be right back with that shortly. So again, big shout out to Kyle at the Collingwood Brewery who hooked us up with uh, both beers today and some nice polo golf shirts. They're very nice. Very we're nice. all wearing our, our yeah, shirts. Yeah, we're all wearing so, right now, yep. actually. Fits good. Absolutely. So the first beer that we're reviewing again is the Downhill Pale Ale. It's their main staple available all year round at the brewery and in the LCBOs. 
It has an ABV of 5.4 and 33 IBU. Yeah, so it's suggested that it's crafted with just the four ingredients. Um, it's downhill, pale ale, celebrates the elegance of simplicity. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of nice. Uh, we like a simple beer, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so they have American and European hops, uh, which are perfectly balanced in its robust malt character. So we're going to be looking for that malt character when we do eventually open it up and, and get tasting it. And we'll have to hold back uh, bread a little bit just in anticipation. So <laughs> yeah. they do claim that there's a full flavored ale uh, with distinct uh, citrus notes. So those are the two things. It's going to be malty and citrus. Yeah. So, so see if that comes we're looking, looking forward to that. And, and it is uh, also packaged unfiltered. Um, so it, when we tried the Lot 10 beers uh, last episode, those were both unfiltered also. Nobody uh, wants to buy filters. I know. I, I think don't that's know. how it is. It's I, just a cost saving. Well, well, like us, no filter in this yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. We're, we're pretty close to <laughs> it. Yeah, getting there. Well, they do say it's unfiltered for optimal flavor, so maybe that's that's the la- why the lack of filters. Um, and they recommend serving it at about four to six degrees. Um, so, uh, yeah, Brett. All right. So, using the unofficial craft beer app Untapped, and you can also follow us at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. The overall rating for the downhill paleo is three point four eight bottle caps out of five, and a total of eight thousand two hundred and twenty-two check-ins. All right, I think we're there, boys. So let's. This is my favorite time. Open her up. Fife, you're not going to make a comment about the uh, cracking noise. No, no, not today. Well, as people know, we like to uh, encourage everyone to drink your beer out of the proper glassware, and and we are drinking this beer out of a uh, just a traditional pint glass. So the pour is coming through. There is not a whole lot of head on this. I want to see if it settles. Maybe in a minute, once I set it down and don't have a sip of it first. <laughs> He's playing by the rules. All right. First time <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm getting a very uh, copper kind of color to it. Hmm. Um, and yeah, not not a ton of head um, on it, like you mentioned. It doesn't seem to be building up or anything like that. It's a, it's a darker color than what I expected to come out of. Obviously, I mean, out of the can, I would expect more, a little bit lighter. Okay. Right. I feel as though the malt is going to come through a lot more than the, uh, the citrus. It looks like a beer that's got that strong malt kind of uh, flavor profile to it, doesn't it? Definitely, definitely more than um, more than that citrus. I think uh, mm-hmm. because I, I I feel like that would be a little bit of a lighter color. And I don't want to judge this book by its cover, but it, I don't know. Looking at some of the reviews, it, it almost seems like it, it will have that strong malt. So I've, I'm very interested to see how that comes through. Yeah. The going back to the head too from online. Um, it does sit and stay there, so it might not be a lot, but it has kind of lingered around a little bit, at mm-hmm. least on mine and Chris's. Brett, yours is kind of dwindled down a bit. Mine? Yeah, it's disappearing. Maybe at just this the way point, I poured yeah. it. Maybe I had the worst pour. Maybe I had the best pour. I guess we've we're been down the yeah, before. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. Groundhog Day almost. Uh, so let's maybe have a sip because I played by the rules. I can initiate. Let's taking a sip then. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's take a sip. Let's go. Oh, that malt hits you hard. On my end. Yeah. Agre- yeah. Agreed. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking around to see uh, everybody's expressions as well. Because... Definitely not what I was expecting. I right. Would say. Okay. Well, I, yeah. And I think we talked about how it's got that malt flavor and the citrus. Definitely 100% more malt than citrus. But 
a little bit of citrus, I feel like, on Coming the back end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, in the aftertaste, for sure, that's where yeah. I'm getting the citrus. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too, is I'm kind of feeling the same sort of uh, flavor profile, right? Strong, heavy malt to begin with, and then as it settles, you get more of a citrus kind of flavor coming through. Yeah. Um, but it is a very simple beer, right? It's, it's four ingredients. Um, it, there's not going to be a whole lot of complexity to it, except for yeah. just on how much they want to tweak that malt. Not a whole lot of craziness happening in this beer, which is perfectly fine. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but yeah, I mean, don't get... I would love to kick back and relax and have this uh, beer on like a nice patio, Oh perhaps. yeah. Heated patio. Heated patio. Yeah. <laughs> and this this Could is one of their, this is one of their staples. Absolutely. Right? You're gonna right? have this there all year round. They're never gonna run out of this beer. Yeah. And if they, if, if they do, then people are listening to this uh, podcast and all hit the spot up at one time. Right. Yeah. Just an influx of individuals. Yeah. And I, and in the description, we saw that uh, there's two different hops. Uh, there's American and European hops, which would they say balance the malt character and I think it is as I drink a little bit more of it I think it is actually a relatively well balanced uh, beer nothing's really there is a lot of malt but at the same time it's it's not overpowering and it is kind of balanced a little bit I feel I would I would agree with that I'm I'm seeing a like a 50 50 split mm-hmm. and and that's part of the what do I get at the beginning of the beer or the the taste and then what do I get at the end of it right? now that I'm getting more into it about halfway down now um, I would say that um, I definitely get more of the hops because I think maybe my mouth is adjusted to the the bitterness of the of the malts. Yeah. That right. now I'm getting the more hops, which is bringing this beer in my rating eventually. I think it's up a bit. Up a bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And that's the other thing that we we've talked about numerous times, right? We're not just going to take a look at the beer and say, "Oh my god, this is delicious! I love this beer." On one sip, we're just that's not who we are. No. Um, we want to make sure that we get half the beer, three quarters mm. of the beer. Kind of done because we've had all had beer before. First sip, oh, this is good, this is great, right? And then halfway, you're like, man, what the hell? Did-? Yeah, yeah, don't have a sip of this and give up on it. Also, the reverse, where sometimes you you say uh, it's not great after the first couple, and then you, you keep drinking it, and it and it really gets a lot better, right? Uh, so going into the top five uh, flavor profiles on Untapped: uh, hoppy, smooth, light, malty, clean. Yeah. Interesting. I've got I've got no objection really. No. The, the light, uh, I, 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 I maybe a little bit on. I don't yeah. think it's completely. Yeah. It's not uh, light for me. It's five point four. It's not a light beer. No, all. it's definitely right. not. <clears throat> but um, even even the flavor profile doesn't sit light either, right? Like because that yeah. maltiness. So I I like it. Mm-hmm. I I think it's it's pretty good. The the flavor profiles are what they are. Um, I could see maybe three out of the five for sure. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. I, I agree. Hoppy. Uh. Smooth malty um clean i guess it goes it goes down pretty clean but you can definitely see that it's a little bit uh unfiltered right and when i'm looking at this this beer too it's supposed to be like the unfiltered right and it's it's not there's no kind of hanging fruit as we've discussed yeah. in the past, right? no there's <laughs> definitely not it's not lingering there so it, it is it is kind of um, but it's not like uh like a lager where you would be able to too. see right through it right yeah. um now with this too it's the whole kickback and relax feel. So the polos that we got, uh, two of them have the kickback and relax on the sleeve. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're doing. We're kicking back. Absolutely. Kind of relaxing here. Having the beer, it's tied into the can. It's tied into the coaster. So the marketing team has done a fabulous job on this to kind of tie it all together. And they know what they're doing. I, I, yeah, I respect Well, that. And, and tied into the area, right? Because uh, 
Blue Mountain, if people aren't familiar with Collingwood, Blue Mountain is a big ski resort there. Um, I guess it's just a little bit outside of, of Collingwood, but either way, it's um, it, it, it's a great theme to go with the actual location. Uh, but but let's take a look at uh, what the Untapped community thinks about this beer uh, before we provide our ratings for it. Perfect. So the first one we're going to look at is Robert S. Uh, handle is Robert Roxton. So we're going to throw a ad friend on uh, Untapped. Their comment on April 19th gave a nice social distance shout out stating, just nice to relax which we just kind of talked about, kick yeah. back and relax. So nice to relax, easy drinking, in-law, driveway, visit, kind of pale ale. Robert gave it a 3.25 out of 5. Robert, congratulations for, you know, hanging out with your in-laws uh, during this time. <laughs> we respect that. Yeah. Especially, uh, I mean, sitting in their driveway, keeping your six feet from them, but also having a beer. Having a yes. beer, right? Yeah. Uh, those are the in-laws you want to have. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, really I love those sure. in-laws. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. On April 28th, Sean M, his uh, username is oldman1. I don't know how old he is, but uh, we're going to assume old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stated, the chips were salty during Days of Thunder, so I needed something to quench my thirst. <laughs> this did the trick. Hashtag any reason for a pint. He rated it 4.1 out of 5. Nice. I raised my glass to the any reason for a pint. Yes. Right. And, and, and obviously Sean is a yeah. uh, is a uh, untapped supporter because uh, he's got the, the 4.1 uh, right. rating. Correct. So yes. Yep. He does pay that to... Uh, premium price if you will yeah so uh maybe i'll get us kicked off here with uh with our rating so i'm gonna i'm gonna sit right at a, a 3.5 i think for this beer i'm just finishing my uh other sip here so i'm coming in with a 3.5 as well uh for me i believe it's gonna be a 3.25 it started off it was probably gonna be lower than three but now that i'm getting through it uh the hops are bumping it up for me and producer Ricky is giving it a 3.25 as well, which gives us an overall rating of 3.375. And we're going to bump that up to a 3.5. Nice. I guess our podcast is probably going to go all downhill from here because we have another beer to crack. So that's going to come up shortly. The second beer today is from Collingwood's Freestyle Series, the Strawberry Milkshake IPA. Yeah, and this is their uh, their fall release of the of the Freestyle Series, so this one's available at the LCBO too. Right, and so it's got an ABV of six percent and forty five IBU. So this beer here, it's a bronze medal award winner at the Canadian Brewing Awards in 2019. Nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's in the New England I IPA style. I feel as though we should have uh, got like a fake bronze medal and put it on the, the picture that's going to be oh, on there. Oh, yeah. They should <laughs> add that to the can. Like That's true. They yeah, should, right? yeah. Put, put the medals on there yeah. just for the, 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 the next year, sorry. Yeah, so that's in the New England IPA style category. Yeah, and it's a it's a prototypical hazy IPA uh, brewed with lactose, so that's going to give it that that little hazy bit, uh, and it's infused with wild strawberries to make a to give it a smooth drinking taste. Nice. So I'm hopefully we that. see that. Yes, yeah. I'm very excited for this beer for, for sure. sure. Uh, the strawberry milkshake has an overall rating of three point six zero bottle caps out of five, and only nine hundred and sixty two check ins. Again, because it's a freestyle series limited batch compared to the downhill which we had earlier. Right. So before we get into the fun part for everybody, um, I've had this one before. I believe producer Ricky has. I have as well. Yes. And then yeah, I'm a first timer. Okay. Well, yeah. then in that case, Chris, let's open her up. Isn't that the best sound? <laughs> I say it every time. Yeah. But really, isn't it? Except for last Except time. for <laughs> last beer, yeah. So, yeah, uh, again, we want to encourage everyone to use the proper glassware. So, uh, we're drinking this beer out of an IPA glass. Mm. 
the smell is there. It's delicious. I will say that. And I'll be honest, I poured this poured this pretty poorly. Um, uh, have you seen Tyler's? <laughs> I, you <laughs> know what? So here's the, here's the thing about this kind of beer, right? Because it's a milkshake IPA, I enjoy a good frothy head on it to kind of give exactly what it is. Okay. It's a milkshake. I kind that of makes make, sense. I kind of enjoy that frothiness yeah. part of it. So you might look at this and say, whoa, Tyler, you really messed up the pour on it. But to me, I'm like, I nailed this pour. <laughs> like, I'm excited about this. I, I, I kind of want to get You're excited into about that. the pour, right? It's almost like you want to like stick your finger in there and like lick the head oh, off a little bit. I'm going to go tongue deep on this puppy. <laughs> <laughs> you could better believe that. Well, it definitely looks like a, that prototypical hazy IPA. So that that lactose is definitely giving it that hazy look. And, and it and smells like a strawberry it, milkshake. Yeah, it smells exactly <laughs> like, like a strawberry And milkshake. I love strawberry milkshakes. That's our food pairing for there this you beer, go. by the way. Just pair it with a strawberry milkshake. milkshake. Is that what it is? A <laughs> strawberry milkshake with a strawberry milkshake? Milkshake yeah. on milkshake. Yeah. It's amazing how it works out. Yeah, it's a milkshake inception. So, um, yeah, no, I agree. It, it's got that hazy kind of feel to it. I'm getting some nice bubbles straight Absolutely. through it. Yeah, this carbonation's is nice. good on it. Uh, that could be uh, indicative of the pour. And which I was just—I uh, was thinking back to when you said, "Have we had this beer before?" I had the beer last year. We haven't had this year's version of it, so I'm trying to going to be interested to see how, how it compares to last year's version as well. Right. If they've changed anything up or anything like that. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Do you have any comments about the can that you want to make on this one? Well, you know, the can here—it's <laughs> got a nice uh, pink. L- lots of layers of pink going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe um, lots of layers to this beer. We'll see. Oh yes, good call. Yes. Unfolds. It's got like the mountain kind of uh, scenic with yeah. uh, different colors of pink. Um, and it's also obviously telling you about the beer itself and all the ingredients that are, are put into this one. So one thing that you did not mention on that, though, was the freestyle badge that it has on it. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I missed that part of the can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a quarter turn. Yeah, there's um, actually two of them there. There's actually one here and then the other right. one. And on the so front, yeah. If you're looking for it, not only is it the pinkish purplish color we did this with waterly amber yeah uh, and it also does have the freestyle badge shout uh, out to amber by the way <laughs> which is also again replicated throughout their marketing campaign for the polos that we got so to the polos uh one black one blue polo shirt that we got has the the freestyle badge of honor if you will on yeah. it which is exciting mm. Yeah, so it's nice to see the marketing team yet again come through with a whole whole plan on apparel as well as the, the canning process. Absolutely, I agree. So, any other comments that we want to make about this? Smell? No, I, I want you to say your tagline so I can drink this beer. I don't know if I have a tagline. Yeah, do you? I, I, I think I, we'll I think do, you do. I think we just got to dig into this one. Right. I, I'm excited for this one, big time. Let's get into her. That wasn't your line. <laughs> I'm kidding. What's my good. line? <laughs> I was going back to the opener. Yeah, no, we, we already opened it. The beer is in your head. You've already cracked it. it. You, you have opened it. You have poured it. I swear yeah. this is my second beer today. Yeah. <laughs> now, Chris could say, like, shall we drink or something? But, I mean, let's, let's just get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, that's gloriousness, gloriousness in my mouth. Well, this is... Uh, <laughs> You know, like I mentioned, I haven't t- haven't had this one before. The, just the first couple sips, I'm definitely getting a lot of strawberry out yes. of it. Um, and but not overpowering, or not not overpowering. Okay. A very nice amount of strawberry. And sometimes with strawberry beers, you don't get a lot of strawberry, which is disappointing because I love strawberries. But this one, you definitely yeah, get lots it. of strawberries coming through here. Yeah. For so sure. if I can make a comment, and you guys can tell me if I'm off my rocker or not, but if you had like an old fashioned milkshake, yes. Like, to be honest, I don't really like milkshakes. 
But to um, be honest, I don't really like you. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, <laughs> I'm just say the same thing. <laughs> so I think there's it's it's very important to note the difference between and I, I, we've talked about McDonald's already once, so yeah. shout out to them again. But they have their strawberry milkshake, and then there's the, like an old fashioned milkshake uh, that you get. It blended up in one of those like tin kind of containers. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. So it 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 tastes like it's vanilla based with like hints of strawberry. It's not just any artificial flavoring to it. It is natural. It is pure. And that's yeah. what I'm getting with this. So this is I I like strawberry milkshake beers, and I've had a few of them. Uh, the one most compares in my mind. English is a very hard language for me. I'm just waiting for you to shout out another brewery. Yeah. Let's go. I yeah, I was there. going to actually. Know, Thank you. Go on. But it's what it happens. And so, I know the beer he's going to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The strawberry yeah. vanilla milkshake from Shakespeare. Yeah. 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 Thank yeah. you. Um, <laughs> that one was a lot heavy on the vanilla bean. Yeah. This one, not even close to that. Very and for well the rounded. better, for sure, in, yeah. in my uh, terms, because that strawberry, that nice strawberry flavor comes through immensely in this beer. And. The lactose really gives it kind of like, I don't know, like a nice little mouth feel. Uh, like there's kind of, not texture, but you, you kind of feel that in your mouth. Um, I like that. Right. And that's one thing I, I'm kind of comparing what they say about a beer. Because that that's, that's half of it, right? Yeah. Um, when you have a brewery that comes out and says, this is what the beer tastes like, I want it to taste like that. I don't Absolutely. want them to hide behind it. We saw with the downhill of the pale mm-hmm. ale. We knew it was going to be malty. We knew that was going to be malt forward, and it, and it was. And it was, yep. They say the same sort of thing with this when it comes to the strawberry flavors coming through, and it is. So uh, kudos to Collingwood for, you know what, not shying away from it or hiding any kind of flavor profile. Absolutely. They are true to themselves, and they're true to the beer, and I respect that. This is a beer I feel like it's, again, going back to their taglines because I'm a big tagline guy, um, being able to kick back, relax, maybe during like happy hour or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, There's a good beer. happy hour beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and honestly, like we talked about, how this beer is a uh, quarterly release in the freestyle series. I, that's kind of disappointing because I I would like to have this beer all year. I want to have a lot of this right. beer. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and it's it's nice that we're all on the same page. Yeah, because right? sometimes we get varying flavor profiles and it's a bit different. But I think we're all basically exactly where. We need to be right. I think so. Um, it's it's a very true to itself kind of beer. Um, I'd like to say that Fife's halfway through his beer now, so uh, I'm actually more catch so up a taking uh, sips of this beer because I'm enjoying it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Versus just chugging it to drink it. Yeah, okay. and, and I think on Untapped, so the the top five profiles, flavor profiles on Untapped are hoppy, strawberry, juicy, sweet, and subtle. Um, Juicy. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I get all of those except subtle. I don't think the flavor is yeah, necessarily no. subtle. There, there's no flavors hiding here. Right. They're all out there. Yeah, absolutely. Like we mentioned, the strawberries there. You can taste it. A little bit of yeah. vanilla, like you mentioned, with with a, almost like a traditional milkshake. So, yeah. But I think it's a good point, too, uh, Brett, for what you said, too, is like you're trying to enjoy this beer and take your time with it. Um, I agree with you, right? Like this is a nice beer that I kind of want to sit back sip through it mm-hmm. um while it's cold still obviously absolutely but this is a beer i could have multiple of oh this is not oh, just like a one sure. and none beer here like it's a good dessert beer too oh like a midday beer yes a happy hour beer a dessert beer like a, a three o'clock in the morning after feeding your kid beer like <laughs> it's it's great i don't have a child see i do so okay yeah okay. um 
I, I would just want to go right to bed at that point. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, You're telling me you've never, like, cracked a 3 a.m. beer? Chris, you've never cracked a 3 a.m. beer? To be honest, I have not. Oh. Uh, in those circumstances, when I've been to, feeding to my child when she was young, no. That, I salute you. Not only does Brett, you know, take care of his child at 3 a.m., but sometimes he's got to get up early to make sure he's got that harvest in from <laughs> Farmer Fife uh, that we had to deal with in the previous episodes. Right. You, you're not a raspberry farmer, but are no. you a strawberry do you, farmer? Do you field the strawberries? Uh, no. Like, when is strawberry season? Hmm. I don't like July. I don't know. So we could check off raspberries and strawberries <laughs> as seasons in which uh, Brett is not familiar with. The only thing I know is. You have you ever hot- picked strawberries? Yes, I have actually. Okay. Is, I have actually done that. Okay, very good. Probably uh, in the summer, I would say. Yeah, like July? Kind of what I said? Yeah, July. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's probably actually peak June, rolls into July. That's um, what I said, July. Oh, okay. Farmer Tyler here. Yeah, yeah, you know, give me the almanac. You don't have to. I actually You want to know the worst part about this is that I actually grew up on a farm till I was seven. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't actually farm the land. Um, uh, no, I did not. <laughs> But going back to um, maybe where we would drink this beer, like we're talking about Collingwood, Blue Mountain, like I'm not a skier, but if you were a skier, maybe hit the slopes in the morning, go back to your chalet or something, drink this by the fireplace or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be Before you roll into the and crush it. And you might catch it, you might actually catch it at a great time before that uh, freestyle series slips over that you might actually still be able to obtain one of these. Yes. Have that during the day and then get the new freestyle series with that stout. Oh, and so that that might be your evening beer. You kind of get both freestyles. So that's, that's that's an doing. option. Yeah. So uh, why why don't we check on what the uh, the rest of the Untapped community had to say about this one? Nice. So David M. His username is Bookie On On. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> on October eighteenth, had this to say: hazy with a fair bit of floating sediment, strawberry in the nose, and hoppier than most milkshakes. And he gave it a three point two five out of five. David, I strongly disagree with your rating. I'm just tell yeah, you. And, and, I, and I don't see that sediment floating around, to be honest. And I don't know. I don't know, David, but when you say hoppier than most milkshakes, are you referencing the beers or are you actually referencing actual milkshakes? <laughs> milkshake? We need clarification. Yeah, Could you, you imagine it, hops in a strawberry milkshake from McDonald's? It, yeah, <laughs> no, if you no, get no. the. That, that would be bad. <laughs> and then, so the, the second uh, untapped user, Graham F. Brumont56, on January 12th, commented, Tasty, sweet, hoppy creamer. Uh, I think I cream myself with every sip. <laughs> you don't say, Graham. Graham gave it a 4.5 out of 5 on this beer, which is interesting. Um, Good rating. May- <laughs> interesting the four, comment. The 4.5 the four might be the taste of it, and the 0.5 that he deducted was probably for the cleanup. <laughs> so, Graham... <laughs> I salute you. <laughs> so, so Graham, um, That's messy, I Graham. hope you That's enjoyed messy. the beer more than you enjoyed the cleanup. Um, Chris, what are you coming in at? Five ball cats. Oh, oh man. Uh, you oh, know what? Broom, Broomod 56, you're going to be getting a uh, friend yeah, request. Yeah, he's brewing up something special. That's for sure. <laughs> just, yeah, just trying to recover from that comment from Graham there. Uh, Clean it up. Let's go. <laughs> so uh, out of five bottle caps, I, I will agree with Graham on one thing. Uh, that's I'm going to rate this a 4.5 out of five. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. 4.5 out of 5. That strawberry flavor is right there. A nice hazy IPA, a New England IPA, I should say, not a hazy. 
uh, New England IPA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, for Graham, this baby was easy. Let me tell you. It's tough to, it's tough to read after uh, Tyler's comment. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say. Let's not call that Tyler's. Let's call that Graham's comment. Graham's comment. Tyler's making of Graham's comment. Yeah. You know, whatever way you want to look at it. Yeah. yeah but yeah, 4.5 for me. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I think for myself, I'm coming in at a 4.25. Um, I have had this beer before, and the second time around, I've enjoyed it a little bit more than the first time, so I'm going to actually change my personal. Uh, I, I was at a 4 before, I'm going to nice. move it up to a 4.25. Um, I didn't cream myself, so let's just make that quite clear. <laughs> no cleanup needed here. <laughs> no good. cleanup aisle 4. Uh, producer Ricky is going to come in with a 4.5. Same sort of thing with my uh, my rating is that he was up from a 4.25 um so that that's interesting to to know that we have had this beer previously this year it's not a previous edition and uh we have both upped it the second time around nice well overall then that's going to give us a 4.4375 uh ricky getting real specific with that math uh which is going to bump it up to a 4.5 overall so that concludes uh, the beer reviews today from the Collingwood Brewery. And don't be afraid to check out the brewery or if you're, in the, if you're in the region and look for them in your local LCBOs and grocery stores. Yeah, so up next we're going to be talking about a preference of uh, Apple or Android slash Google products. And uh, Graham, this is the time that you can change your pants. Appreciate it. So I know this is a huge topic that a lot of people have, like, you know, Coke versus Pepsi, potato, potato. But what do we prefer? Android slash Google products or Apple products? Apple. I, it's healthier. <laughs> it's healthier. <laughs> I, I, I never ate a Google before, no, so I can't tell you. Yeah, I couldn't tell you about that. Uh, but personally, I prefer the Android uh, slash Google products. Um, I actually have both an Apple and a Google, uh, Android phone. Uh, so Apple for work. Uh, Google for personal. Same, actually. So, so actually, before you continue, yes. it's funny because I have the opposite. <laughs> I have an Apple for my personal and a Android Samsung for my for work. work. Yeah. See, I'm the Samsung personal Apple for work. Interesting. This, this is interesting how it works. Yeah. Different, different so, so we're the same Yeah, here. we're the same. Yeah. yeah. So producer Ricky is taking my side, I think, on this uh, debate here. He's more of an Apple, Mac, MacBook, iPhone, tablet kind of kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I, I just I just like um, I, I like a lot of the features of the Android phones. Um, putting it putting apps like split screen, uh, I like to do that a lot. Um, and I don't know, I, ju- I just feel like it's more it, it's a lot easier to use. Like for example, I'd like to close all my apps when I'm done with my phone, so I can just click one button and, and gone. Pr- press close apps, and they're it's, gone. You, Whereas, can, you can do that on Apple too. Well, when did that come? You out? have to no. swipe them out. No, 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 no. You could just figure it out. It's fine. Okay, how do, you, how, do, how do you how do you figure it out? Three yeah. fingers. Oh, get three fingers. How, that's how, how it many, works. T- how many tabs you got to open at one time? That's that's three fingers. Do that's it. the it's problem. Not, it's not a one or two finger thing. No, she, three if you got three tabs open, you just do a three finger swipe. Thanks for coming. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. At least you're not doing a whole fist. Maybe you just don't know the tips and tricks of an Apple thing. Which oh, probably because you know I use my Apple work phone like. Way less than yeah, I, a lot uh, less, a lot See, less. I, and that's the thing is, from my perspective, I use my work phone a lot. Because I do a lot of work. Um, and <laughs> do you though? And, do that, you? and that's where I come from. I don't mind both because when I look at my history of like phones that I've had, right? Yeah, I've had Blackberries, 
Yes. I know that Chris and I had the same. Blackberry. I had a Blackberry back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Love the Blackberry. The worst thing about the Blackberry I had was the Blackberry Curve. I don't know if you guys remember that or had those phones. Yeah, oh, we we're before that, but yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. So um, when I was in direct sunlight, the Could see anything? yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> but the phone would automatically scroll to the top. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you got that automatic sunlight scroll yeah, at the top. Sunlight oh, sunlight yeah. You had to unclick that you have, you have to change that on yeah, your settings. Yeah, settings. Yeah. That's, what I, that's what that is. I was too busy playing Brick Breaker. So that, yeah. Well, that was all, that's, that's it. So we had the... Brick Breaker uh, was awesome. On yeah. the storm, the Blackberry storm, which yeah. was like a touchpad thing. My touchpad was doinked because I... Yeah, so, so Blackberry, not very good from a touchscreen perspective, but the actual physical keyboard i really yeah. liked that it was, it was um so i'm not a huge fan of the fact that we basically only have one choice and it's touchscreen right? right you can't so, have that physical keyboard for sure and i agree with that and i then transition like i'm a bit of a, a tech nerd i'll call myself that right like i would get a mac or i would get a pc i would take off the complete uh system software for it and just put in like ubuntu and like just do my own kind of thing right for yeah. for that and that's i wouldn't run this microsoft is coming from the only guy in the podcast who's getting a ps5 i oh. am getting a ps5 next week actually yes yeah. so I, I have a ps5 i have a playstation 2 and, and a, a playstation 3, oh, 3 wow. so, yeah but that was the <laughs> thing so so when I, I look at it is i my next phone after the blackberry actually was a google nexus and it was right. a good phone, and I loved that. And it used to do things that obviously Apple can do. And I, I do find that Apple uh, takes from the Android Google side of things a little bit more. So they see what features they've come out with. Yeah, they seem to lag like behind like a little Android bit. Android or Google comes out with something brand new, and Apple's like, oh, we need to copy this. Yeah. So, like for example, like Google Homes and everything like that. Now there's right. like an iHome. Right. Like it right. seems like they're copying Apple. everything that. Google slash Android's doing right. Yeah. And that, it, who's the specialty? Like, who whose specialty is it, right? Is that Google? Is it is it Apple? Right now, I'd say Google is doing a better job. But then again, you have Amazon that comes in with their own, right? For the home stuff, And yeah. I can't say yeah. shmishmekshma. I mean, the only reason why I say shmishmekshma is because on, I don't want my fans or my lights to come on, <laughs> right? So those are the things. Is it's, it's that kind of, like, uh, dichotomy between the two products, right? But how do you feel about, like, the interface in the product? So, for example, like, in terms terms of going through your apps and uh, opening up your phone, I right. find that Google slash Android 9, but Samsung Galaxy Note 9, I believe. Yeah, Note 9. I should get a new phone soon because my phone's super old. Me but too. I still like the, <laughs> I still like the interface in terms of how smooth it looks compared to so my, an iPhone. My work phone, it's the S20. It's, it was, I think it's one of the newest That's ones. That's one of the, yeah, really have, new. Right? Yeah. And your work uh, What's that? Look at your work go. Come in clutch. Yeah, municipal government. That's how we do. Uh, anyways, so <laughs> I work for a government. I still don't get that. Yeah, I know, I know. But that might just iPhone be six. personnel. <laughs> That's might what just I be got. personnel. Yeah. <laughs> but I was looking at it, and I couldn't change like the notification noise. Like, if somebody texted me, I was like, how do I change? I had to go into each conversation and then change the text notification. Really? There is no setting for like email and if there is please dm us let us know maybe i'm just a complete moron but yeah. i tried to find I, I think there is I, because i i mean personally i haven't taken my phone off silent for about six years right no no, no. Um, but, but i was trying to distinguish between an email and a text no i i and think I there is a way it. in settings i, I, I couldn't go tell you each conversation yeah. In the S20, I had to go into each one and change it. And I looked and, it and up. They, I, I tried to YouTube it. I did any kind of forum. I could not find it. Whereas like Apple, that's, I was that, like, This, oh, this seems like something that's getting at you right now. 
No, 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 because I got it figured out. But I just, it just—it was a pain. Out. I had to go into each conversation and okay, change the notifications. Okay, fair enough. And they yeah. may have updated that on the, on the newest uh, versions of Android. So I've got a—I think I have an S7. So again, pretty old. Yeah. Um, and mine's totally cracked. Uh, but I, I like the way that you can kind of customize the um, the—they call them the widgets. You so, could do that on Apple now. Oh, can you? Yeah, but oh, look at that. Well, Apple yeah. copy from that Google. Was so, so just mentioned that my phone is really old, and I could uh, could put widgets on my phone right. about five years ago. Even before that, because when I got my Google Nexus, it yeah. was like a thing. You so could, you could do that. You could take like a 360 picture. Yeah. Right. You could do portrait mode a little bit ahead of time. Now so you can do that with for Apple. example, I like to have my weather network widget on the front so I can see what the weather is coming up as well. I like to uh, have my the score app so I can just see the scores of sports that are happening right now. You I don't have to actually open have the score app. Oh, it's amazing. Just to see if the Patriots are winning and like those stinky bears. Oh, what? losers. The score was like a thing like. 10 years ago. Yeah, but that was the channel. The app is really good. Yeah, like Tim McCallist, Sixera, they're all at Sportsnet now. Like, that all was a whole transition right, there. Right, but the app the score is, is really not good. They're not, even, they're not even there. It's Dan Schulman who's been taking over the studio. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. They're still at home. That's right. That's, that's exactly it. Yeah, so I, I know one thing that... Um, Obviously, as as beer drinkers and untapped users, we like to take photos of our beers. Mucho pictures. Uh, other than that, I don't really take a lot of pictures, to be honest uh, with you. I just take a lot of blurry ones, but I agree with you. Yeah. Like 75% of my uh, camera roll is either beer pictures, selfies with my daughter, or... Like, pictures <laughs> with your wife. Pictures with my wife. His wife. Very nice. good. Very nice. You, you snuck your wife in there in this episode, eh? Well, that's uh, why they have a kid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, from Borat. Yeah. <laughs> But I guess my, my point is, um, I don't need like an, an amazing camera. I know a lot of people love the cameras, um, but as long as it takes a decent picture of the beer, I'm good. You know, at the end of the day, all that matters is that you're taking pictures of beer. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. All right, so we're going to hit you with our farewell. Thanks for uh, staying tuned during this whole episode. Appreciate it. That's all the time we have for today's episode. Thanks again for listening, and keep on listening every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode. Make sure to tell your friends, family, and Graham's Dry Cleaner. Hope you're having a good time. <laughs> so from all of us, and producer Ricky, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we are the Craft Beer Connoisseurs.